Welcome to the Online Business Besties Podcast, where we're dedicated to helping you build a successful online business that enables complete lifestyle, location, and financial freedom. If you're a go-getter who's dreaming of building an online business and living your best life, then you, girl, are in the right place. Each week, we'll bring you tested strategies along with stories from our guest expert besties to show you just how possible this life is and exactly how it's done. And now here's your host, online business educator, Paige Brunton. Hello, ladies, and welcome to episode number 29. Today, we are talking about a topic which, if you have any interest in being a website designer, is going to be of great interest to you. To be honest, this advice could apply to pretty much any service-based business, but because I teach people how to be Squarespace website designers, my examples are going to be related to Squarespace website design. Again, this advice could kind of apply to any service-based business. So again, we're talking about should you work for free or at a discount or do this like pro bono work at the beginning in order to get going in your business. Just before we get into the episode content, there is something I want you to hear first. So you know you want to run an online business, which allows you a lifestyle of complete freedom, but you're stuck figuring out which online business idea would actually work for you. Not to worry, my online business matchmaker training is just for you. Think of the training like a cocktail. We're going to mix together the passions and talents that you already have, your dreamy ideal customer, and successfully proven online business revenue models. Get immediate access to the totally free 30-minute video training and accompanying workbook at pagebrenton.com forward slash matchmaker. Again, that's pagebrenton.com forward slash M-A-T-C-H-M-A-K-E-R. All right, so let's answer that question. Should you do some free work when you are getting started in your business? And my advice is yes. Yes, I do think that it's very, very valuable for you to actually do this kind of work. So I'm going to give you a little bit of my experience. Then I'm going to give you um, an example of someone else who also did this and absolutely knocked it out of the park. And then I'm going to give you some tips on things that you should and should not do for sure when you are doing that initial free work. If you don't do it correctly, it won't end up being useful for your business and that it's kind of not worth doing. So let's start off with why I did a free project at the very beginning. So again, if you listen to episode number one, I shared my story of sort of like my business journey. And in it, I talked about how I had built my own travel blog and gave my blog like a constant facelift because I really enjoyed designing the website just as much as I enjoyed blogging about travel. So that's when the idea hit me like, wonder if, you know, I could turn this into an actual like revenue generating business if people would pay me to build their Squarespace site for them. What I did from there was, well, honestly, I didn't do anything at that point. I just like thought about it and was like, "Mm, don't know if this is going to (laughs) work. Thankfully, like a week later or something, some um, nonprofit owners just like walked into my life and they were mentioning how their biggest struggle in their nonprofit was their struggle to market themselves and by extension, their website. So they felt like they couldn't really get started in marketing until they had their website situation sorted. So I was like, sweet, you need help with your website. I know how to do that. I am going to need a portfolio if I'm going to be a web designer. So I feel like this would be, you know, really useful for the both of us. Not to mention I was helping out a nonprofit, so it felt like a good thing to do. So The reason why I did it was, one, to get portfolio pieces. In order for anyone, no matter if you're being a web designer or something else, in order for anyone to consider working with you, you're going to need to show them that you know how to do the thing that you say you can do. And I mean, especially when it comes to website design, like different designers have such different styles. And so 
it's very useful for potential clients to be able to look at your past work to determine, like, if that was my website, like, would I be happy with that? Sort of like that vibe and that sort of like layout and style and everything. So having portfolio pieces is very, very vital in order to get future work. And so I think that what you definitely want to do is it can be very valuable if you don't have anyone who's willing to pay you right off the bat, which is maybe unlikely if you don't have any past portfolio pieces, then doing that free or discounted work to get those initial portfolio pieces is very useful. The other reason why I did this at the very beginning was because I wanted to build my confidence. I honestly didn't have the confidence to charge for something that I had really like, I felt like I was kind of hopping into like the deep end. And I wasn't feeling confident enough yet to actually charge someone money for something, which was like hobby turned like business idea that I hadn't really tested yet. I had like an idea of the web design process that I wanted to do. But I wasn't really sure, especially because I was doing a full-time master's degree and was working 20 hours a week for the university. Like, a ton of time was not a thing I had. (laughs) And so I wanted to know, like, okay, if I tell them I can do this website in two weeks, like, I don't know, with my, like, workload, is that actually possible? I don't even know. So I wanted to test my process. I wanted to sort of get everything prepared and sort of test out my process in a way that, like, the person wasn't going to be, like, furious with me if, I don't know, something, like, took longer or whatever. Um, And because it was, like, a project where I literally told them, I was like, okay, I've, I've just built my own website, but like, I'm happy to help you do yours. This is something which I would potentially like to turn into a business. This is the amount of time that I want to do it in the process I want to like go by, but be flexible with me. This is my first time doing it basically is what happened. So that is how that worked out. I ended up delivering everything as I wanted to on time. And it worked out really well. They were super pleased with their website and they gave me a fabulous testimonial, which was very useful and I could use it in my portfolio. The other thing that obviously doing this type of work helps you with is that it straight up gives you practice and helps you improve at your craft. So again, if you're new to whatever it is that you're doing, if you're new to web design and you're like, I don't know. With every new project, you learn something new or you um, have a new challenge that you're faced with that you have to figure out how to work your way through. And so you're just straight up getting practice and improving at your craft while you're doing it. The other thing, and this is very important, is um, when you are doing this free work at the very beginning, when you are not booked with clients, it gives you something to share. It gives you content for social media and your blog posts and your YouTube channel or whatever it is that you're doing. It helps you give the appearance that like you're working with clients and that you're booked in your business. And it gives you something to share. It gives you work to share. Again, people want to see that you have work, that you're doing work. So that tends to be very useful. Then the other thing is, honestly, people want to work with popular, booked out, hard to work with designers. When I actually was fully booked in my business, I found that the snowball honestly continued. More and more and more people wanted to work with me because I was the go-to Squarespace website design girl. And so doing these free projects is a way to get started, to get the snowball sort of building and rolling, I would say. So it isn't just myself or even my students who have done this and used this tactic successfully. I was at a conference and I met a girl named Hope Taylor. And so Hope is in the photography industry. And she used free work 
to absolutely blow up her business. So here is basically the story that I learned from Hope. She kind of like shot on the scene out of nowhere (laughs) and took over as one of the most popular photographers and educators in her like photography niche. So a little bit of backstory on Hope. She was super, super young when she started her business. Like she was literally in high school. She didn't want to go to college. She wanted to run her business. When she finished high school, she's like, mom, dad, not down. Her dad gave her a deadline and said like, you need to make your business work. Otherwise you're going to get a college degree. And so she needed to get her business running like quickly. And she had pressure to, you know, get going. So what she started doing was she started shooting and shooting and shooting. And so how the heck did she find all the people to shoot? She made offers sort of like disguised as privileges to get a chance to like be her model because she knew that by looking busy, she would actually become busy. How did she do it? She basically pretended to be booked out. So people would, she found over time, she was constantly shooting and she was using all of these shoots to like the best of her ability. She was really like milking every single shot that she did to make it look different, to make it look like it actually wasn't the same shoot. And making like the best use of that content that she could, she pretended to be booked out. And so what people would then inquire and say, they would start inquiring with her and be like, hey, I'm sure you don't have time for like the next couple of months because you're like so busy, um, but I'd really love to work with you. And she would conveniently find space to work with that person like next week, which made her seem like really easy to work with. And like she was doing sort of special favors for those clients who were inquiring and like paying clients. So she did free work, made herself look booked, made the best use of all of that content that she created, those photos on her like website and social media and everything. And then she made herself look book. And what do you know, she is absolutely booked these days. Um, She's doing extremely well for herself. So that is another example, not from the web design world, but another example of sort of like doing that free work and how that can actually be very beneficial for your business. The other thing, I want to give you some tips on like best practices when you're doing this free work because if you don't do it right, it's not going to end up being useful and therefore wouldn't be worth doing. So here are some tips for you. The first thing is, especially when it comes to web designers, don't post that you're available to work on a project tomorrow or even honestly in the next week or two. Make it look like your next available web design space is at least like a month away, both to look busy and honestly because when it comes to like building websites for clients, it generally takes them a little while to get their content together, like a couple days or weeks to get their content together for their website. Don't make it seem like you're available to start projects tomorrow because it very much so makes you look not busy, which is not the thing that we're going for. The other thing is on your website, I want you to use language that encourages the sort of like image of scarcity. So a really easy way for web designers to do this is obviously there's only so many weeks in the year and it takes you so long to complete a web design project. So there's only therefore so many like web design spaces that you have in your year. So you could say like, we just have X number of design spaces in the year. If, I don't know, it's like October or something, you could be like, we only have two left or something in whatever uh, the year is. So think of ways, use that specific example or think of other ways that you can create the idea of scarcity on your website. And it is, I would say, like real scarcity because you literally only have, as a web designer, so much time that you can be working with clients or so many weeks in the year that you have to work on client projects. So make that really clear on your website. Make it really clear that you are one person and you work individually one-on-one with clients and that you therefore only have so many spaces. The other thing I would say about doing specifically this free work is keep it on the down low. (laughs) Don't post publicly that you're doing this. You basically want to offer this opportunity. And again, you're framing it as like an opportunity or privilege to have this, you know, project done for them to a select few people. So instead of posting all over the internet, becoming known as the web designer who just does free websites constantly, give this opportunity specifically to certain people. And the reason also that you give it 
it to certain people and don't just post it publicly on the internet is one, because you don't want to be known as like the web designer who just does free stuff all the time. Two, because you want to really just do projects that fit your ideal client. Let's say, for example, that you want to do what you, I don't know, love the spa industry or something. You're really like getting massages and pedicures. And so you decide that you want to work and build websites for the spa industry. In that case, don't offer to do a free website design for like your brother-in-law, even though he is your brother. I mean, well, you could do it for your brother-in-law because you want to be nice, but whatever, you make that decision. (laughs) Um, But say if your brother-in-law runs like a contracting business or construction business, that portfolio piece is not going to attract your ideal clients that you want in the future who work in the spa industry. So again, make those offers to people who fit the type of people you want to be working or the type of businesses that you want to be working with in the future. The other thing that you definitely want to do when you're doing this work is to make it super clear to the person that you're working with that this is definitely going to be used in your portfolio and posted publicly. Because again, one like the major purpose of you doing this is to have portfolio pieces and to have work to be posting about and to make yourself look booked. And so it's very very important that when you discuss that or if you have a contract, put it in your contract to mention that like this work is going to be posted online. It's going to be used in your portfolio, all those things. Just make that really clear from the get-go because if your client is not okay with that, then that's maybe you want to give that opportunity to someone else then. And my last suggestion to, again, make this very useful, this free work useful for you and your business is don't make this a forever thing. (laughs) You're doing this work for free in order to get booked with clients. You're not working for free just to be the free website designer. So your purpose is to get clients. So don't keep working for free once you're getting clients. Still focus on your marketing strategies um, because that is very important to actually booking yourself out. Doing these free projects is good to look booked and to get pieces in your portfolio and to get experience and to practice your process and all these things. But this, I mean, if you want to be a legit website designer, then we can't have you doing free projects for forever. So again, set an end date to it. Set like a time where this is over and you're not continuing to do this. And really, again, focus on whatever your marketing strategy is so that you can actually get booked with the real clients who are paying you so you can build a profitable revenue generating business. If you want a little bit more of um, sort of to be shown the way on to how to build a successful Squarespace web design business, then luckily for you, I have a course which shows you exactly how to do that. So I built my course, Square Secrets Business. I actually didn't intend to build it at all. Like I had zero intention of making it. When I built my original course, which teaches people how to build like really sick Squarespace websites, all the students <laughs> like built really amazing websites. And then they showed it to their friends and family. And then all their friends and family were like, hey, looks awesome. I actually need a website for, you know, this thing. And so they started doing websites, not just for themselves, but also for like everyone they knew. And then they started asking me questions about like, okay, people seem to be inquiring, like wanting this for me. Like, again, I wonder if I could turn this into an actual business. And all the students started asking me questions about like how to work with clients, how to deal with, I don't know, like contracts and legal things and finding clients. How do you actually find clients in the first place? They were finding like friends and family who they could do projects for for free, but they were trying to figure out like what's an actual marketing strategy that I can do that will, you know, bring me paid people or paid projects. So I created Square Secrets Business with the intention of helping aspiring Squarespace website designers to completely set up their business. So we go through everything from like pricing, which I know can be difficult to figure out. So pricing your services, figuring out whatever your custom web design process is, especially something that fits your life. Say you still have a nine to five job. We're going to talk about like how exactly you manage to like do this in 
coordination with your full-time job, um, what process is going to work really well for you. Talk about setting up your packages. We place a heavy, heavy focus on figuring out how to find clients because I realize that is the biggest stressor of potential Squarespace website designers. So what I did for that section, actually, and again, when I say this is a heavy focus of the course, I mean that as in like there's 12 hours of course content and four hours is on finding clients. So heavy focus there. So what I did was I asked all of the uh, Squarespace web designer friends, some of the biggest names in the web design industry, and asked them to share their strategy, which had them fully booked out in their business. So that is in there. We also talk about, you know, the differences of building websites when you're building it for clients as opposed to yourself, onboarding, keeping projects on schedule, offboarding, and then all the taxes and legal things. I also have guest experts to discuss that inside the course. Those are all the details on the Square Secrets business course. If you are interested to potentially check it out, then you can head to pbcourses.com forward slash besties. Again, that is pb as in pagebruntoncourses.com forward slash besties. And you can go find all the details on the course right there. So I would love to have you join us as a student if that sounds useful to you. That is everything I have for you in this episode. I hope this was helpful for you. And I'm wishing you the absolute best of luck with building up that portfolio and starting your web design business. Thanks so much for hanging out with us for this episode of the Online Business Besties podcast. If you love the show, be sure to leave a rating and review wherever you listen to podcasts. And of course, check out the show notes for this episode and all past episodes at pagebrenton.com. 